early days. I don't remember much about my early puppy days. It was three years ago, but sometimes it feels like 300. Mostly I recall fighting with my sibs for the primo meal spot. Lots of squirming and squeaking, everything soft and milk smelling and movable, like we were one great big complicated animal. I never met my dad and my mom didn't say much about him, except that he was trouble. Mom had a beautiful fawn coat, chihuahua, some this, some that. Nice, messy bloodline. Mutt's rule. Mom crooned to us, told us stories, laid down the law. I wonder if she knew she didn't have much time to prepare us for the world. We were born in a dark space, probably under some porch stairs, I suspect, since I remember the sound of boots plodding up and down, the biting and ugly smell of human feet. They called my mom Rio, and they fed her most days though sometimes she had to fend for herself. She never showed fear toward them or respect. Indifference, I guess you'd say, unless they tried to handle one of us. She growled then, hoping to make it clear that we were hers and hers alone. I myself got picked up a couple times. The hands reached in, grabbed. They were rough and smelled of strange scents, bitter and meaty. My mom's growl made me fearless, and I wriggled and yipped. The hands shoved me back to the warm place where I could sleep and drink and dream in safety. Still, I understood in my simple puppy way that dogs belonged to humans, and that was how it would always be. Boss. My mom wasn't much for names. She'd had a lot of litters. I guess she'd run out of ideas. My brother, first, was Natch, the firstborn. Runt, my youngest bro, was the last. Dot had a little spot on her back, and Yip was always complaining. I was rowdy. Goes without saying. And that left my oldest sister. We called her Boss. Boss was small but mean, with a distinctive sharp-sounding bark. She could outmaneuver any of us to the best spot for dining, I admired her grit, even if she did get on my nerves. When we got a bit older, less blind, more cocky, I fought her off occasionally. But mostly boss won. She was fearless, that pup. Alone. The truck happened without warning one night. They threw us in a box, left my mom behind. I can still hear her frantic howls. I landed in a muddy ditch. It was a cloudy night, nearly freezing. Even the moon had abandoned me. And the smells, everything so wild and unknown. Animals with big jaws and bigger appetites. Birds that swooped in to kill. Death and life all mixed up together. I searched for my siblings until the truth became clear. I was utterly alone. cars. The next morning, I began my slow journey, moving through the tall, wet grass, my limbs stiff from the cold. Now and then, I drink from a mud puddle or gnaw on some grass. By evening, I was wobbly with hunger and thirst. 
I followed the highway. Every time a four-wheeled creature roared by, I froze in fear. And yet, this is what slays me. I knew that cars meant humans, and humans meant the possibility of living, just as much as they meant the possibility of dying. The Owl Darkness had fallen when it came out of nowhere. The Owl A shadow in a shadow. They don't make a sound, you know. Not a sound. It's quite impressive when you think about it. Luck. Just as her talons, those marvelous weapons, raked my fur, I caught my right front foot in a small hole and stumbled. If she'd gotten hold of my body, I wouldn't be here. But all she managed managed to do was grab my tail. Only time in my life I've regretted my handsome hindquarters. I was airborne, hanging upside down, dizzy and dazed, and just crazy enough to think, hey, I'm actually flying, before the terror hit full force. I caught a whiff of other animals below. Later, I found out there were pocket gophers, but back then I just knew I was smelling something completely foreign. The owl must have decided the gophers would make a more satisfying meal. She let loose her grip, and I plummeted to the earth. More luck. Maybe it was my puppy fat, or my soft bones, or my incredible good fortune, but I didn't die. Didn't even break anything. I'd flown twice in my short life and lived to tell the tale. Will. I found a small hollow at the base of a fallen tree. Poked my nose in and got a swat and hiss from a grouchy raccoon. Kept going, waddling, whimpering. Lights ahead. New, strange smells. Kept going, kept going. It's amazing how much the sheer will not to die can keep you moving. Exit 8. I finally came to a small road curving off the main highway. Exit 8 turned out to be. A big billboard overhead had a picture of a terrifying animal on it. Of course, I didn't know what a billboard was. Didn't know that the scary animal was a gorilla, let alone that he would become my dearest friend. But something told me to follow the off-ramp. And eventually, I ended up at the Exit 8 Big Top Mall and Video Arcade, home of the one and only Ivan.